0: The Islanders make a move. Lane Lambert, out as head coach Patrick Waugh is in. We'll break it all down for you here on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Yes, 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 yes. Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to this special bonus episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. This special episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Big news for the New York Islanders. Lane Lambert out. Patrick Waugh, the Hall of Fame goaltender, the new head coach. We're going to break all of this down for you. But first, if there's something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, email us at lockedonislanders@gmail.com. at gmail.com, and if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever's on your mind. You can also follow the show on X at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on X at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long. And I am also live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for some instant insight and analysis. And it's great to talk Islanders hockey with you, game time or any time. Well, Friday night's loss to the Chicago Blackhawks in overtime was the last straw. Lane Lambert relieved of his duties as head coach of the New York Islanders on Saturday. Patrick Waugh is now the new head coach. Islanders going 0-3-1 on this road trip, picking up one out of a possible eight points. And look, realistically, and everydayers know that we've been discussing this on the show for a while, but this team just wasn't responding to Lane Lambert. And I'm not going to say Lane Lambert isn't a good coach. I'm not going to say, you know, that, that he's incompetent. None of that is true. He's been in this league for quite some time. But the fact of the matter is that Lane Lambert just, the team was no longer responding to what he was trying to do. And when a team continues to make the same mistakes over and over again, when you see the giveaways in your own zone, the failure to pick up players and allow them easy entry into the defensive zone, the just repetitive lapses in play where this team will play really well for Five ten minutes a period, sometimes even two periods, but then have such a terrible breakdown that clearly, uh, you know, something is just not going right, and and anything they had is lost in the shuffle. When all of that continues to happen, and you have a team that had playoff aspirations, and ends up with a record right now. Uh, of 19 and 26, you know, that's just not going to get the job done, and, you know, the Islanders are now in sixth place in the Metropolitan Division, but they are only seven points out of second place, and they have a game in hand on Philadelphia, so, you know, the season, there is still a little time left to turn this season around, and... You know, Having 11 loser points, while it's kept them in the fight, it's not good enough to get you to the playoffs. You're not going to make the playoffs by getting one point because you lost in overtime or in a shootout so many times. The Islanders now have a handful of games between now and the All-Star break. They have four games left to sort of get a little bit of a feel for Patrick Waugh. And then we'll see, you know, whether or not they get that jump that so many teams get. See the Edmonton Oilers, for example, uh, or the Minnesota Wild. You know, when you make a coaching move, very often you get, for a couple of weeks at least, uh, the players give a, a new kind of effort. They want to make a good impression on the new head coach. They want to establish to the new head coach, hey, I can play. This is what I can do. Give me that opportunity to to show what I can do. And uh, hopefully this Islander team responds. And, you know, I don't blame Lane Lambert for trying to get more offense out of this team than what they had under... Barry Trotz. I can't say I blame him for that. But it just never consistently seemed to work. This team that was fifth in the league a year ago in goals against, playing a more conservative system, especially down the stretch, is now 26th in the league in goals against. And the jump in offense They went from 22nd last year to 21st this year, and that includes a power play that went from 30th to 12th. So five on five, what this move by Lambert to try to generate more offense and to have the defenseman pinch, it undermined the defense without significantly moving the needle on offense. And the result is, you know, 19 wins, 26 losses. Okay, 11 of those, you got one point. But, you know, when you have an elite goalie like Ilya Sorokin, and he's facing so many shots that only the San Jose Sharks are facing more, it's going to wear him down. You add the injury to Semyon Varlamov, and Sorokin is playing every game, it makes it even harder for your goaltender. And it just seems like this team lost confidence in itself, in the coach, in the situation. There is very little doubt that it was time to make that move. And the Islanders did the the right thing by moving on from Lane Lambert, his record in 127 games as coach of the Islanders, 61 46-20. Forty-six and twenty. He did make the playoffs in his only full season, taking the Islanders to the first round, where they lost in six games to the Carolina Hurricanes. But that's it for uh, that, that. That's going to be it for Lane Lambert. He is moving on, and I think if you saw his post-game press conference after the loss, overtime loss in Chicago on Friday. Here's here's what Lane Lambert said, essentially calling out his players in public. I don't feel the team is anywhere near where it can be or should be. We have some players on the team that we clearly need more from. Unfortunately, Lane Lambert is not, was not able to get that more from Enough of these players to keep his job. And Lula Morello made the only move he could make in moving on from Lane Lambert. Now the question becomes, what do we have here in Patrick Waugh? Is this going to be uh, how big of a change? What do we expect from Waugh? What are his credentials? We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. So, look, this move had to be done. This team just wasn't responding to Lane Lambert. And really, since the holiday break, that's when we knew for sure that things were not going well. And, you know, they came back from the holiday break, lost to the Penguins 7 to nothing. bounced back nicely against Washington, but then lost to Pittsburgh again. And then, you know, the only wins they've had since then were in Arizona and a big emotional win against the Maple Leafs, but seven losses mixed in in that equation, including just some absolutely flat performances. And the bottom line is the inconsistency and the failure to maximize the talent. And I think one thing we have to understand after everything that's happened, there are very few moves left for Lou Lamorello to make after he changed coaches. And here's what I mean by that. You change coaches because in theory, the coach is not getting the most out of the, of the available talent on the roster. If Patrick Wah also cannot get the most out of this available talent, maybe the talent isn't as good as Lou Lamarello thinks. And let's face it, we all know between the cap limitations, between the long-term contracts for too much money and too much term that Lou Lamarello has handed out to a lot of these players, the age of a lot of players on this roster, and the no-trade clauses that Lou Lamarello has given to... Almost half this roster, if you include limited NTCs, it is not going to be easy to make a lot of moves at the trade deadline. And Lula morello has already traded away four consecutive first-round draft picks. You have heard, every day, as you know, the Islanders' farm system. Just earlier this week, we did an episode segment on uh, the Athletic ranking the top players 22 and under. Out of 169 players on the list, the Islanders had only two, and they were both in the lowest tier, ranked, if I recall correctly, 140th and 142nd on the list. It is not a pretty picture as far as this organization's depth is concerned. We saw in goal, when Varlamov went down, Kenneth Appleby played one period of one game because they don't feel confident enough to start him, even in a back-to-back where they were playing Minnesota and Winnipeg on consecutive days. Sorokin gets the start in both. There just isn't a goaltender in Bridgeport right now that this team feels confident in. When the Islanders are struggling defensively, they brought in two players and Lou Lamarello found two good fits in Mike Riley and Robert Bortuzzo for the short-term help they needed, but there was nobody down in Bridgeport who they deemed ready. Ruslan Ishkakov, who is the best player right now in Bridgeport, has yet to be called up by the Islanders, no matter what is going on above them. You add it all up, and... What you essentially get is a team that is in win-now mode, but isn't winning now. And yeah, Lou could pull off another trade. He better not trade away a fifth consecutive first-round pick. And I will say this, if Patrick Waugh cannot light a spark under this team between now and the trade deadline... Lou Lamorello has to seriously consider being a seller at the trade deadline, even if that's not his M.O., because if this group, if if Patrick Waugh, the coaching change, cannot light a fire under this group and get them to play well, the only other answer is that the team that Lou Lamorello constructed is just not good enough to compete. And therefore, you need to strip it down and rebuild. And it doesn't have to be one of those situations where the Islanders are, you know, 31st in the league for two or three years to build it back up. Because you have a core here of players who you can build around. Matthew Barzal, Bo Horvat, Noah Dobson, Brock Nelson, Ilya Sorokin, maybe... uh, Adam Pellick and Ryan Polak, maybe, uh, maybe Alexander Romanov, maybe. But you have a core of guys under 30, except for Nelson, who you can build around. And if you find the right complementary pieces, they can. And and especially because you have Ilya Sorokin, who is an elite goaltender, you can keep this team competitive while they sort of retool and try to get rid of some of these guys who have bad contracts and are just not producing. And again, every day, as you know, we've mentioned, you know, Anders Lee playing better after a very bad start to the season. But is he worth $7 million a year at this stage in his career? No. J.G. Pajot does a lot of valuable things for this team, but not at the $5 million a year level. Pierre Engvall, gotta say, you know, was it worth it giving him a seven-year contract? He's on pace if he played all 82 games and he's out with an injury now for 10 goals and 28 points. That is not the kind of guy you sign to a seven-year extension. Obviously, you have players who like Cal Clutterbuck and Matt Martin, who are older and in the last year of their contract, you can move on from them, not re-sign them, and bring up some younger players or even just sign some younger players who can give you roughly what you get from those guys at this stage in their career for a lot less money. And if you're smart, if this team does not respond to Patrick Waugh, You could trade those guys away at the trade deadline even if you're getting a fifth or sixth round pick or a mid-range prospect. Start rebuilding this organization and getting it back into the phase where, hey, the Islanders have some guys we're looking forward to seeing in a couple of years. Or if this guy gets hurt, we know we can count on these two or three players who are in our system who can come up and give us a few games. The repair of the organization has to happen right now after moving on from Lane Lambert and hiring Patrick Waugh. If this doesn't work, it's Lou Lamorello who is on the front line and who, you know, if there's other changes to be made at the end of the season, whether he retires or whether ownership decides he's not the guy going forward, uh, right now Lou Lamorello is on the front line when it comes to the next move. All right, we're going to talk a little bit about Patrick Waugh. What kind of a coach is he? What is his experience? Has he won elsewhere? We're going to talk Patrick Waugh, the new head coach of the New York Islanders, coming up next on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is over. The playoffs are here, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There are so many different ways to bet. You can do a live, same game parlay. You could find bets in their new Explore tab. Or you could head over to the Parlay Hub and make a parlay. You could find the most popular parlays there and a whole lot more. And look, it's not just the NFL. You've got pro and college basketball. You're an Islander fan. Check out the odds for Sunday's game, the debut of Patrick Waugh as coach against the Dallas Stars. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So let's talk Patrick Waugh. NHL coaching experience. Well, let, let's even take a step back. We know how good a goalie he was. He's in the Hall of Fame as a goaltender, winner of multiple Stanley Cups, uh, leading the Canadiens to a couple of cups, the Avalanche to some championships, as well as a goaltender, uh, one of the great goaltenders of the 80s and 90s, and of all time. Uh Ended his career, went on to coach the Quebec Ramparts of the Quebec Major Junior League. Got them to the finals in his first year behind the bench. Then went on to be head coach for three seasons of the Colorado Avalanche. In his first year, he won 52 games, went 52-22-8 and got them to the playoffs. He won the Jack Adams Award that year as the NHL's Coach of the Year, but they lost in seven games in the first round of the playoffs, and then, even though they finished 500 or better in his other two seasons, 2014-15 and 2015-16, they did not make the playoffs, and Wah was let go. He went back and coached the Quebec Remparts again, and led them to a championship just this past year, uh, winning the Memorial Cup, which is uh, pretty darn impressive uh, under the circumstances. So his career head coaching move, uh, record in the NHL, 130, 92, and 24. And uh, he's been coach and GM of the Quebec Ramparts in uh, the QA the QMJHL. And look, let, let, let's face it right now. The question becomes is Wa? I mean, he, he clearly has experience as a general manager in juniors. Would he be a possible successor to Lou Lamorello? We know as a coach, Wa is emotional. We know he isn't afraid to take gambles. One of the things that he was famous for as coach of the Avalanche was pulling his goaltender midway through the third period if he was down two or three goals in in a gamble, in an attempt to try to get a goal and get back into a game. So that is also something he has often done. And he is basically a no-nonsense coach. And I think... That's something this Islander team needs. They One of the issues with Lane Lambert, and I don't blame Lane Lambert for this, but because he was an assistant coach with this team under Barry Trotz, assistant coaches have a different relationship with the players than the head coach. A lot of the time, the assistant coach is sort of the buffer. He's the good cop to the head coach's bad cop. And when you move from assistant after four years as an assistant under Barry Trotz to the head guy, it is sometimes difficult to get rid of that buffer relationship or good cop relationship and be the tough guy running the organization. It didn't seem to work for Lane Lambert. Let's see what happens. We also, at the time I'm recording this, which is late Saturday afternoon, just after the news broke, we do not know whether or not Wa will keep Doug Huda and John McClain as assistant coaches or whether he will look to bring in his own assistant coaches. That announcement has yet to be made. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I would expect Wa to be a little bit more defensive-oriented than Lambert was, But, again, when he makes his first press conference, when he uh, plays his first game Sunday night uh, against Dallas, we will get to know Wah a little bit better. We'll hear what he expects from this team, and we will see how the team responds. Is he going to juggle lines? I would say it's very possible he will. Will there be some players recalled, from Bridgeport, some players benched. All of this remains to be seen, but I will say this. It is usual that a new head coach makes some changes because he sees the situation differently than the old head coach and he wants to make his mark on his team. So we shall see what happens now under Patrick why It's going to be interesting. Remember, it's the Islanders and the Dallas Stars, that game Sunday at the UBS Arena, 7.30 Eastern Time Start, and you can hear every minute of that game with the Islanders' hometown radio broadcast on Sirius XM. Just go to the SXM app and do a search for Islanders as the new Patrick Waugh era begins. I want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every as we will be back with our usual Monday show. Uh, we will have our key takeaways from the Islanders game against Dallas, which will be Patrick Waugh's debut. Plus, uh, we will also talk a little bit more about some of the changes, if any, that Patrick Waugh makes in his first game behind the Islanders bench. Until then... Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.